You're listening to DraftKings Network. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Thanks for watching Oddball. I have a baby raccoon in my house right now. Oh my god, what are you gonna do about that? Name him. <laughs> Welcome to Oddball. I'm Charlotte Wilder. Amin is supposed to be here, but he's not. Uh, <laughs> we have a great show. Down, Sebastian! Down! Down! What is going on? Damn raccoon. Oh my god, you actually got one. Yo, yo, sit. Good raccoon. Yeah. Is he on a leash? Well, no, no, he's, uh, he's free range. Oh. Awesome to see you, Charlotte. Well, welcome to Oddball. Uh, I don't know why I'm welcoming you. You're not the guest. No, I'm here. No. Do we have a good show today? What's going on? We do. I got one of the, on one of these note cards here somewhere. I've got what. Oh, there we go. Uh, we're gonna review the Seth Curry documentary, Underrated. That's more like I, overrated. Well, don't give it away. <laughs> no tease. It's called a tease. You don't want to give them everything. You don't want to give them the cow. Just a little bit of milk, right? It's a documentary. It's about Steph Curry's life. It's on Apple Plus. It's called Underrated, and we review it right here, and we unveil our very sophisticated grading system, the oddball grading system. Also, bet the show. The game that we kind of understand, but not really, not clear on. Um, we're going to talk about whether the Nuggets are going to repeat, whether the Suns are going to go to the Western Conference Finals, whether the Heat are going to make the playoffs. That's just disrespectful. We'll talk about that on Bet the Show. But first, let's take a look around the league for the one headline we can talk about, Charlotte, because we literally don't have anything to talk about. It's July. And Kevin Durant came out and kind of took credit for the idea that marijuana is not on the banned substance list anymore for the NBA. Charlotte, I believe you've got some direct quotes to share with us. Yes, I sure do. I mean, I have some quotes because we are the geniuses who launched a basketball show in July. So Durant said, he's talking about Adam Silver. And Durant said, well, he smelled it when I walked in. So I didn't really have to say much. You know what I'm saying? He kind of understood where this was going, dot, dot, dot. It's the NBA, man, dot, dot, dot. Everybody does it, to be honest. It's like wine at this point, which sounds sort of like what I said to my parents, like coming home from college junior year. But it's also what the people in our control room are saying right now <laughs> as they pass a doobie along and hit the wrong buttons. Did you know, Charlotte, that marijuana was not on the banned substance list until 1998, the 1998 collective bargaining agreement? Prior no, I didn't to, know that. Prior to that. Nobody cared because the belief is if you give me two players and one player is uh, has an alcohol uh, substance abuse problem and the other player has a marijuana substance abuse problem, the alcohol substance abuse problem player has is more at risk for injury and for physical failure. The marijuana substance abuse problem player is just more at risk to test positive. 
as marijuana becomes more and more legal, more widely acceptable, it became less and less of a smart idea to keep testing for this thing that we all acknowledge doesn't do any damage to the players and isn't really that harmful from a physical standpoint. So once we got that point, it's like, okay, how do we back out of this, the league meaning? How do we take this off the list without having right-wing conservatives go nuts about let's out-of-control reefer madness league during the pandemic as we're going in the bubble where they just quietly announce, you know what, we're not going to we're not gonna test for weed anymore. And then, of course, they were like, you know what, we're back into regular arenas and stuff. Ah, forget about that testing thing. And then eventually it came off the list. I don't know what part of this Kevin Durant walks in like Moses talking about let my people go when it comes to weed. <laughs> that, uh, I mean, I guess I guess he, he would have had a car. I don't doubt that he had a conversation with Adam Silver about it. I doubt that that's why weed is now off the list. Also, what was that conversation? Silver's like, hey, man, I smell weed on you. You're definitely high. And Durant's like, you caught me. And I and Durant's like, well, I fixed the leak. Like even better. I got it as Adam Silver saying, Kevin, I want to talk to you about marijuana use. He's like, I'll be there at two o'clock. And he walks in at two fifteen because he's high and he smelled it on him. Wait, it's. Is that the devil's grass I smell upon you, Kevin? And then Kevin kind of gives a wink and a nod and then, like, takes out his vape and takes a long pull and blows the smoke into Adam Silver's face. And Adam Silver, well, I am, I am positively elevated. What is this wonderful aroma? Oh, is this what I've been missing all along? I say strike it. Strike it once. At once. We're done. The CBA. We're done. No more. No more marijuana. No more. It's weed is free for everybody. Here, Mark Tatum, grab a joint. Here, Kiki Vandaway, grab a joint. Joe Dumars, all of us. Let's all have a talk session with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant says, my work here is done. And on that note, bet the show. The bet. The Suns make the Western Conference Finals. The wager, are you willing to bet two minutes every show to the, oh, okay. We're supposed to devote two minutes of every show to the Charlotte Hornets. If, if you lose. win, you never have to mention the Hornets unless Jordan comes out of retirement as a player, which could happen. Oh, wow. If you lose, start cramming on the Hornets. Buzz, buzz. <laughs> a word I can't say on air. Um, Suns to the Western Conference Finals. Is that a bet you'd take? Yes. You think okay? Yeah. All right. So I would take that bet. And but then two minutes every show to the Hornets. Yeah. If See, we, this if is you lose. Yeah, but this is sort of easy for me because I can just do like jokes about my name, Charlotte, the Charlotte Hornets. Oh, that's a good so point. So I actually don't. There's not much skin in the game for me on this one. Sorry, is this my camera? This is my camera. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take the bet. All right, there you go. Charlotte's taking. Would you the bet. take the bet? No, I wouldn't. I don't think they're gonna make the Western Conference Finals. Really? Yeah. Okay, who's yep. gonna be in the Western Conference Finals? That's a different bet, Charlotte. Go ahead, read the let's, next card. Let's see if it's on here. Bet. The Heat make the Eastern Conference Finals. If you win, you get celebrity trainer to the stars. Who? It, what? Who? Like Jillian it, Michaels? It, it, She's Jillian still around? Michaels? Jillian Michaels? Tracy Anderson? If you, win, if you win, you get celebrity trainer to the stars. If you lose, you get an old VHS copy of Schwarzenegger's Pumping Iron mm. that may or may not have been rewinded. You know what rewinding is, Charlotte? Is that were you around 
for that stage of video playback? I sure was, and my parents still have a VHS player. Yeah. So, like three weeks ago, when I was visiting them, I rewound a VHS thing. There you go. How long did it take? At least 25 minutes. Oh, gotta love that whirring noise. It's really satisfying, though, to yeah. see the physical medium, you know? Like, we've Hold lost it. that in this digital world. Get that world. grainy kind of, mm. the beginning, get that the, that BI warning at the beginning. Always. Warning you against copyright infringement. Yes. And then the, and then the like, fuzziness as it loads. Anyway, yeah. do you, would you take this bet? Do you think the Heat are going to make the Eastern Conference Finals? I'm operating under the assumption that the Heat starting point guard will be Damian Lillard. Okay. And if so... Yes, I'm taking that bet. Okay. So... I got to figure out who the trainer to the stars is because I feel like this is one of those things where it's going to be Danny Benitez from <laughs> from back in the <laughs> back in the production he could, studio. He might, he might be an amazing trainer. He might be. He's yeah. an amazing volleyball coach. I don't know is if you he? know that. Yeah, I like, didn't know that. Legit, like, uh, one of the best volleyball, girls volleyball coaches in South Florida. Like, okay. He's sending kids to D1. And so, like, it's, ama it's an amazing double life. And... Amazing that I just spent 20 seconds talking about someone no one has ever heard of. Shout out to Danny Benitez. Also, though, he like if he's that good of a volleyball coach, he's going to be an amazing trainer. So, yeah, great. Take the bet. Right, taking the bet. Um, <clears throat> oh, you read Oh, it's okay. okay. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. We're really good at this, yeah. if you can't tell. The Nuggets repeat. Mm. The wager. Are you willing to bet the show theme song? This is the first time you've actually come up with a good one. Hollywood? Do we, have, do we have a theme song? Uh, but, okay, if you okay. win, you get an original song from an award-winning music producer. Is that someone who, like, is that, that's not a specific award, though. If, it could be, it like, could, a, yeah. a Weberstein award, uh, like, or, one of the, like, not. Or a Wilder award, right? Like yeah, the Charlotte, yeah, right, right, like, I gave out the award. Seven-time Charlotte Wilder award winner. I've won at least 15 Charlotte Wilder awards. <laughs> if you lose... You can get Jeremy Taché, sideline reporter for the Miami Heat and the Miami Marlins, yes. with a ukulele. <laughs> and then there's a note here that he can't play the ukulele. Just, just so that you, to be clear, in case you're wondering, well, you know, maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe. Jeremy can can go pluck out a tune. This is a good bet. This is a good bet. The this is a good wager. Okay. Like, it's a, like, ideally, the show would have like hundreds of these. Instead, we've gotten one, <laughs> one so good far. Good bet. Good wager. All right, Nuggets repeat. Yes or no? You know, I don't think they're going to, just because I think anytime anyone's like, is someone going to repeat? I, they generally don't. But yeah. I think that this bet is so fun that I'm going to take it. I'm going to bet that the Nuggets repeat. And if they don't, I sort of want Jeremy Taché playing a ukulele to be our theme song anyway. So we haven't had a repeat since 2018. 2018 was the Warriors. Right. 19 was the Raptors. 20 was the Lakers. 21 was the Bucks. 22 was the Warriors. And of course, this year, were the Nuggets, so recent history would say this is a bet you're probably going to lose. Right. But if you had to get an original song from an award-winning music producer of your choice, yeah. who would you pick? Um, I would pick Pharrell so that we had the four beats in the beginning. Dun, 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 dun. I'd pick... Uh, was that the wrong answer? I forgot the guy's name. Oh, <clears throat> I'd pick Phil Spector. Oh, that's a good one. Hans Zimmer. John Williams. You don't know who Phil Spector is. I love this. <laughs> didn't he do? Didn't he do? Didn't he murder someone? Yes. Oh, I'm thinking of Phil Collins. Yes. No, yes. I love Phil Not Collins. Not Phil Collins, Sorry. Phil Spector. Okay, never mind. Take, can we edit that out? No. Okay. We're leaving all this How in. much time do we have? Uh, the timer went dark. <laughs> uh, 625. Okay, great. I'm going to do one more. One more. Why not? Um, They'll chop. 
see. Don't chop. Let's see. Oh, wait. Is that no? Let's see. Let's see. Oh, I you want, you want to pick? Yeah, well, we're doing no. one more. Well, now now these Sorry. are all burnt. You Sorry. can't. You got to just take the one that you got, and whatever we do, we do. Sorry, to everybody. Seattle storms. No <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> see, this is why I didn't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Can we actually? We're actually going to cut no, that part. No, no. You read it. All right. <clears throat> the bet. Seattle Storm's Jewel Lloyd, Lloyd misspelled. Yes. That's not how you spell Jewel Lloyd. Will be scoring champion. Currently, she leads the league. The wager, are you willing to bet the show jersey? If you win, you get a custom oddball jersey. If you lose, you get a crocheted version by a grandma on Etsy. It'll be itchy and too small. You taking that bet? Yeah. Really? Sure. Uh, you know why I'm not taking a bet? Why? Because I don't want either of these things. Okay. <laughs> I don't want an oddball jersey. Matter of fact, like in early proofs of the oddball show logo, yeah. they had a jersey in there, and I said, get it out. <laughs> Wait. So hokey. Really? Yeah. I didn't see, like, a, like our logo was an oddball jersey. Like, I don't know if we get the wide shot where you can see right here somewhere like, on the other side. Oh, no, over there, yeah. Oh, no, on the other side. There, right there, there was, like, a jersey. Huh. And I was like, absolutely not. All right, don't take the bet yeah, then. I won't. Okay. I shan't. Thanks for watching another episode of Bet the Show. Have you ever wondered if Chet Holmgren might be a descendant of Abraham Lincoln? Or if a UFC fighter could beat an alien in a fight? You might have not, and that's okay. But Shea Serrano and Jason Concepcion from the Six Trophies podcast have. If you love basketball and, more importantly, if you love fun, you've got to listen to Six Trophies, where Shay and Jason serve up the biggest moments from around the NBA with their brand of unbridled joy, banter, and pop culture side quests. Each week, they hand out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Stuff like the Denzel Washington in Training Day trophy, given out to the player or team having the best week around the NBA. Or the Lauren Hill you might win some dot 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 but you just lost one trophy for the team or player that just can't get it together. Plus a bunch more trophies for all the good, bad, or just plain head-scratching moments around the NBA. This playoff season, you'll want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com
Welcome back to Oddball. Amino Hassan, Charlotte Wilder. Recently on Apple Plus, the Steph Curry documentary Underrated dropped. It follows Steph's ascension through the collegiate ranks at Davidson while riding kind of a parallel track with his last championship season in Golden State, the trials, the tribulations, and the success at the end. Charlotte, you and I both watched this and we had thoughts. I want to open up to you first. What thoughts did you have about this documentary? I had... I had a lot of thoughts. The first one is that I sort of was waiting for it to start the entire time. Um, I think I went in not understanding that this was going to be mostly about Davidson Mm -hmm. and about his time at Davidson and how he was skinny and now he's not. I Mm -hmm. thought it was going to be like, okay, let's track this incredible evolution through the NBA. My first thought was that the filmmakers were probably promised a certain amount of access and this is all speculation. And then when they were told like, Oh, you can come to my house three times into one practice and one commercial shoot. It was a very thin dock, And they were like, well, we have a ton of archival footage from Davidson and we can get all the coaches and players involved with his time there. So let's lean heavy on that. And Regardless of whether that's true or not, I think it's a really bad look for a doc if that's immediately where my head goes, where I'm like, I don't think that they had the access they thought they would have. So they had to go for lower hanging fruit. It's weird because the the archival is great, but I guess I wanted a little bit more from there's two points of his career that of his life, really, that I wanted. I wanted more Steph Curry as a child. Uh, this isn't like doing a Michael Jordan last dance or, or, or many of these other, you know, vanity projects that have come out. Because his dad played in the NBA, because we know we do have a lot of archival footage from him being at practices and shoot-arounds. I mean, they'd make commercials out of it, him having shooting competitions with his dad in Toronto when uh, Dell played for the Raptors. They had all this stuff. I wanted more of him as a child because that's the stuff I don't think I've seen enough of or at least at talking about it, they really pick it up right around freshman, sophomore year of high school. And then the other thing is, and this I, it blew my mind, there is a gap between seventh overall pick and NBA champion, MVP, etc. And some of that towards the end of it is, yes, he's an all-star. Yes, he's a really good player. Mark Jackson, his coach, calls him the greatest shooter of all time or greatest shooting backcourt of all time outside Clay Thompson. But there's all this other stuff, the doubt, they kind of glossed over the ankle injuries. They glossed over what he had to do in order to overcome that change his body, really. Uh, we saw his trainer, Brandon Payne, a little bit in there. But again, the work they do, the stuff they do, is incredibly fascinating behind the scenes stuff. And we didn't get any of that. No, we got his entire NBA career in maybe five minutes in a montage at the end of it. And it was, you know, maybe. 30 seconds per ankle injury, Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden he's a four-time champion winning finals MVP for the first time. They never said that Del Curry, that Steph Curry's father, played in the NBA. They never said he was one of the greatest shooters. He played 16 years in the NBA. This was an elite athlete by any stretch of the imagination. His mom also, I know they mentioned they had the one picture of her playing volleyball. She was an elite D1 volleyball player. So that's one of my favorite things about Steph Curry. Years and years ago, I want to say like 10 years ago, I had a tweet where I said, Steph Curry should be the most popular player in the NBA because he looks like what kids, how kids see themselves. Meaning, in essence, hey, I can be not so big and not so fast and and I can be just as good and be an NBA also. When in reality, 
he is the, one of the great beneficiaries of privilege in every way that you can think about it. Privilege genetically, being the, the son of two high-level athletes, but privilege also financially. He grew up, as you said, around the NBA, seeing his dad, knowing his teammates, seeing the procedures and everything, and also, not to mention, the money uh, that affords you great schools, great coaching, great tutoring, a huge full-court basketball court in your backyard. They gloss all over it. They make it into this bootstraps, pull yourself up to your bootstraps type story, when in reality, he's a beneficiary of a lot of privileges, and that doesn't take anything away from how great he is. If anything, it actually makes the story more colorful. I, I'm surprised they ran from it. No, I agree. I th I think that they the the highlight footage that they did have because watching Steph Curry is so mesmerizing. They could lean on that, and you know I'm still going to watch the whole thing because it's absolutely incredible. But I wanted more about his family. I wanted interviews with people who knew him yeah. when he was a kid. I wanted even Steve Kerr in there. Like, get the Warriors Charlotte. head coach. How about his brother? Yeah, his brother. Like, we didn't even get his siblings in there. His wife. His wife. His wife. <laughs> In 2018, Tom vs. Time came out. It was the Tom Brady doc on Facebook Watch. And at 12 oh. minutes in, I'm pretty sure, they have Boston Sports Radio. This man at that point had won four Super Bowls. Uh -huh. And they have the the audio is all of these naysayers in Boston accents man. being like Tom Brady's watch. 12 minutes in, 12 minutes in, in the Steph Curry doc, it's San Francisco sports yep. radio saying Steph Curry is washed. And I'm like this false underdog when these guys are two of the greatest of all time in, in these athlete produced docs, it's, it's lazy. I'm tired of it. The, the one thing I want uh, to that point, I want to point out, it also starts with uh, Reggie Miller reading the scouting report on Steph Curry, which again, I wish we could have gotten more Reggie Miller. I don't know why we were limited to just him reading something, someone else's words as opposed to his own. But, you know, Steph Curry, we called him Black Nash. That was our code name for him. We thought he was every bit uh, a player as Steve Nash. We thought he was every bit of a point guard. We thought he was underrated in terms of his ability to make plays. We thought he was way more than just a shooter. We never saw him as a shooting guard. Did we see him as a unanimous MVP one day? No. Trust me, that one took us all by surprise. But that scouting report couldn't have been further. It sounded like a scouting report from his freshman year, which, by the way, when he landed on the radar, we saw him play some of these games. Um, one of the interesting things in the doc, they talk about his first game. We had 13 turnovers against Eastern Michigan. And confidence was on zero. And uh, the coaches talk about we had to make a decision. And they ended up starting him game two. And Steph was surprised. And that game against Michigan, he has a breakout game and it kind of, portends for the rest of his season, but nobody asked the follow-up to Coach uh, McKillop, hey, why'd you start him? What made you stick with it? What was that conversation like within you guys about, hey, should we sit the kid, should we not, is this overwhelming for him or not? What made them believe? It's just like, he's like, we're going to start the kid. And then he started me, and then it was awesome. I'm like, can I get some exposition here? And it was also with that moment with with Michigan when he he started, he there are a lot of false equivalencies in this doc where Steph will say and that if that moment hadn't happened, I wouldn't be in the NBA. And you're like, I really highly doubt that. I well, just don't I just don't think that's true. I, I mean, like I can I can see how he feels that way. But again, I need to know the why. Why was that moment allowed to happen? Right. Why did. Why did they stick with it? They didn't get. They didn't give me enough why there. It was just. 
again, pull myself by my own bootstraps. It is a Republican's wet dream of a, of a doctor. <laughs> See? Even he has to work hard. Like, I get he has to work hard, but like, you got to tell me what happens here behind the scenes. One last uh, tidbit for you. I don't know if you're going to find this interesting or not. One of his teammates is named Andrew Lovedale. And true story, when we were tracking Steph Curry, we realized that this guy made a lot of plays. First of all, this guy was way better than the, the guys he played with. I think that's very obvious. He's the only pro to come out of Davidson in the last 25 years or so, right? I know Jason Richard had a cup of coffee in Miami once upon a time, but for the most part, they didn't send a bunch of pros to the league. Andrew Lovedale, in particular, uh, we, we had this thing where Steph Curry would make these unbelievable plays, the guys who were wide open for jump shots or wide open for layups, and they'd either flub it or not catch it or, or miss the shot or whatever. And so we started calling those plays Lovedales when someone should have scored. That should have been an assist, but didn't. And so Steve Kerr would walk in the office the next morning and say, hey, how did Steph Curry do last night? And I'd say, oh, 32.7 assists, six Lovedales, which is code for, like, yeah, he probably should have had a double-double, but, you know, you play with Lovedale. who you play with. I have one. I have one quick thing. Is I went to a small D one uh, D three school, and for Shout some reason, what? Shout them out, man! What school? Oh, you go Colby to? College. Colby, Colby College, College up in Maine. The Colby uh, Cougars, right? Or what are they? The the Mules. Colby Mules, close. The Col Colby Mules, yeah, very close. So in two thousand six, uh, our basketball team played Davidson for some reason, and they. Paid they That's how that works. What? Because they paid them. Like the D1 school will pay the small school to come play them because they need a two. Well, then that was probably the most money that Colby's ever made Damn off of basketball. Right. Uh, but they, they played Steph Curry. I think that at one point they had them, maybe they came within like three points of Davidson. And it is still the thing to this day that the guys on that basketball team talk about. They're like, you know. We almost like the NBA couldn't hold them down, but Colby College in the first half, because then I think they beat him by 30 points. All right. Since we're in the college kind of mood, Charlotte, let's give this the old college grade. But we're not going to grade on a regular grading scale. A, B, C, D, F. No, no. This is oddball. Hate that name. And we're going to do it on the oddball grading scale. So right here on the screen somewhere. Thank God we finally got this working. Oddball, O-D-D-B-A-L-L. -L. You can give it an A from the A in Oddball. You can give it an O as in you're out on this. You can give it a D as in no. You can give it two L's as in this is an absolute loser of a documentary. Or you can give it a B. It was all right. What do you give it? I like D for no. D as in no. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it the first D in Oddball because I don't think it was the last D because there were parts of it that I liked the highlights. I liked seeing back in time to when Davidson made that improbable run. Uh, I liked some of the teammate interviews, but it was very, I, it frustrated me deeply. It, the fact that they didn't even say that Steph's dad played in the NBA is like an absolute, like, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah, that's why I give it not one, but two L's. This is a double loss. Because you didn't get to talk to his head coach or the general manager that drafted him or the GM that built a team around him. You didn't talk to anybody from the Warriors? Really? It was produced by Steph Curry. This isn't like me coming off the street and asking, hey, guys, can I ask you some questions about Steph? It's his damn production company. How do you swing and you miss on that? Two L's.
Thanks for watching Oddball. Up next, Pablo Torre's collection of decorative earwax sculptures. Oh, what? That's what he does in his spare time. Ugh.